0: Well, I've got the black like river. I've got the black like river. I've got the black like river in my soul. Well, I've got, like I've got joy like a river. I've got joy like a river. I've got joy like a river in my soul. Good morning, everybody. We're praising God this morning. Put your hands together, right where you are. We all have instruments. It's called Our Hands. Well, I've got praise like a river. I've got praise like a river. I've got praise like a river in my soul. Well, I've got joy like a river. I've got joy like a river. I've got joy like a river river in my soul. right. I do. And I, you know, I know, I know the song is not completely correct as far as the the words, but somebody says to me, oh it's fountain, no it's ocean, no it's listen, I like river. Rivers have power. All right? I got a river of life flowing out of me, all right? And in me and through me. And God said let there be light. So good to be with you guys this morning. You know, I want to present something to you this morning that i think well, god showed it to me and i really believe that it's something i'm supposed to show to you and what is this it's something very simple and i'm going to read it to you in deuteronomy 12 4 deuteronomy 12 4 once you go there right now and it's very simple folks it's very simple deuteronomy 12 4 This could be the whole message this morning. Anyway, before we read this, I'm going to have a sip of my coffee. I love you guys. So good to have you with me this morning. Uh, Edith, good to have you. Um, There we go. We got uh, the whole family, uh, Last Evangelist family with us. uh, um, And uh, uh, Robin and Lori and Denise. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Yes, I love my coffee. Love my coffee. Deuteronomy 12.4. You must not worship the Lord your God in their way. Let me say that again. You must not worship the Lord your God in their way. This little sentence tells so much. It's talking about you and I. And what we should not do. And what is that? We should not what? Worship the Lord, your God, my God, in their way. And we're going to break that down. What exactly does that mean? What is their way? You need society has different levels, levels of status: political status, financial, wealthy middle class poor school system has the smart the the dumb which is the category i was in at school the popular the not so popular society has this system but unfortunately it's leaked into the church system and this morning i want to bring in before we go any further i want to bring in my wife and i want to bring in my son uh, to see how they're doing this morning. Uh, let's see, uh, there's Shanita and there's Brent. Uh, good morning, everybody. How are you all?
1: Couldn't be better.
0: (laughs) Well, Shanita, I see something on your head. That's a beautiful hat. Um, you got there.
1: It's reminding me to ask everyone to cover Thursday, Friday, Saturday in prayer. There are young people, high schoolers, from all over the country who are committed to becoming a voice for the next generation. And so they have studied hard to learn some public speaking and apologetic skills, and they're traveling from several states. And you and I get to go observe them Mm -hmm. and give them feedback. Mm -hmm. But most importantly, the reason I really want to pray is that there are judges that I'm asking to come in from the community, and they might not know anything about faith or the topics that will be presented. So oh. what an amazing opportunity to be salt and light to this community.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So you got that hat on. Just don't go out in the wind, because uh, my catching might fly away there. <laughs> Brent, how are you, buddy? I'm doing good. I'm doing very good. Great. Great. <laughs> I read that scripture, you must not worship the Lord your God in their way. What what does that bring to mind? What, what Does that touch you at all? Or what, what thoughts do you have on that?
2: Yeah, so like throughout all history, Yahweh, like the God has, has literally called his people to be set apart. And mm-hmm. when we look at the instructions, the kingdom instructions, commonly called, you know, the, the Torah. But it's, it's more so just the principles to living in the kingdom we see that a lot of those, those commands are given in order to separate us from the ways that the nations did things. And, you know, if we look at the way that Christianity is right now, modern Christians were so engulfed in many, many things that are just like the world, whether you take, you know, Halloween or Christmas, uh, or even just other things like gossip and slander and, and pride. There's so many areas that we've not been celebrating, uh, god the way that he wants to be celebrated that's right and that's a very good point you know
0: um you don't worship on sunday i mean that's not your day of worship even though every day you worship but you set aside the Sabbath, saturday uh as a day of rest and so forth and you get pushback on that right i mean do you get pushback from the uh church community on that at times
2: from people yeah, I think people just don't understand it. You know, they, they think that yeah. um, any form of obedience is like going back to a law, right? Or or, or somehow that that obeying God's laws is bondage. Uh, when in reality, like Psalm 119, David says, you know, I I keep your law and it, it, it gives me freedom, right? Um, so yeah, yeah I've, I've gotten pushed back. It's, it's more so misunderstanding um, yeah. and just maybe a fear of... Um, you know, teaching coming yeah. in that we'll bring people under something that, that people don't want. Yeah. Just, too, and they, they do. they you, mm-hmm. You're a young person too. And they,
0: they look at you, you're a young person. They go, what's this young guy I know about God? You know, I've been around for 50, 60 years. I know more about God than this young person. Right. Uh, because we get caught up in these denominations, these traditions and these um, institutions and it, it, it's a facade. It, it, it makes us believe that we have some type of market on God. And um, Shani, does that verse mean anything to you? You must not worship the Lord your God in their way. Who is they?
1: Hmm. I mean, did that refer to like child sacrificing?
0: Self-sacrificing?
1: No. I mean, the pagan nations practice child sacrifice.
0: Right. Child sacrificing. Yeah. So, so that's a good point. So any pastor that does not stand up against uh, abortion and, and I mean, call it out mm-hmm. is really a, a for it. And when you say for it, it's not that are out doing it, but when you're not standing against it, as God's children. We're actually promoting it through the back door. Is that, does that make sense? Well,
1: exactly. And, and that's another mm-hmm. reason that I'm so passionate about what these young people are doing this weekend, one of the alumna responded to a Teen Vogue article that was pro-abortion, and she was able to write a a reasonable response to it because of her training throughout the years, and Mm -hmm. then that went viral. So there's an example of how we're being salt and light in the media and speaking out for pro-life.
0: That's right, and it's about the young people. Okay, I'm going to bring you guys on back in just a little bit. I appreciate you, um, Shanita Brent. God bless God bless you both. Uh, let's see what we got here. There we go. All right, here we are. So good to be with you. We're talking about we're not going to worship God their way. What does that mean exactly? And like I said, there's a system. There's a status, a level of status, political, financial, and, uh, you know, middle class, Poor, uh, rich—it's all levels, okay? And but unfortunately, it is in the church system, and that's what we're going to talk about today, folks. We're going to we're going to expose this. Father, be with us. Thank you for being here this morning. Thank you for each and every person that's here. Holy Spirit, guide us, lead us, direct us. Give us the courage. Give us the wisdom that we may be able to be instruments for you and allow your word to come to us and through us. To your people in jesus name all right now i wasn't very smart in school well maybe i was smart but they didn't think i was because i didn't fit in i I wasn't part of the status quo the problem is the church system has the same thing it has levels of status you got the preacher up on the pulpit you got the musicians up there Even though the musicians are up on a stage, and they're playing the guitar, playing the piano with their head hung low, and they're, they're humble, and they're worshiping. How in the world can you be humble standing on a stage? If you want to be humble, get off that stage. Get on your face. Repent. Repent. Every musician on a stage this morning in church, before they even get up there with that instrument, needs to get on their face, before they get on the stage, and repent and say, "God, despite who I am, use me." So you've got these levels. You got this 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 pulpit. You got these musicians. You got the elders. You got the deacons. You got all of these levels in a church in a place where God says everybody is one, where God says show no favor. And yet in this system, it has been hijacked, taken over, bastardized by the demons of hell. Many churches out there, even though Deuteronomy says don't worship your God in their way, I'm saying right now they're not even worshiping your God or my God. Because God will not tolerate it. They've got a candy land Jesus, a cotton candy Jesus. They have a God Mart, a six flags over Jesus, a, a six flags over Jesus church. Remember the movie Wizard of Oz. You guys remember that 1939 movie? It was a musical. I used to watch it when I was a kid. Anybody remember uh, Wizard of Oz? It depicts the gospel almost to a T. I mean, I don't even need to preach this morning. I can play this movie and talk about it. You got a girl, Dorothy. She's lost in a land called Oz. Just like people are lost in this world. And, and Oz is filled with witchcraft and sorcery, good witch, bad witch. What does that, does that sound like anything to you in this world? Sorcery, witchcraft. People are lost and she's trying to get home. In this land of Oz, trying to get back to Kansas. See, you and I are 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 in on our way back. We want to go home. This is not our home. Heaven is our home. We are not citizens of this world dorothy was not wanting to be in the land of oz she wanted to go home so she was told about this great wizard this wizard of oz that if she could go to this wizard this wizard could grant her request and do anything that she wants uh, uh, specifically to get her home so she starts down this yellow brick road that leads to her salvation of getting back home to Kansas. And that's where many Christians are headed today. Uh, uh, they're deceived. They're headed down a yellow brick road straight to hell. It's a road to apostasy. So she's going down this yellow brick road, and along the way, she picks up friends. That part of the gospel. You see these seeker-friendly churches, they want to bring you in, and they want you to bring people with them the scripture says that you will uh, track down one person and make them twice the sons of hell that you are. Talking about the religious system, Jesus was. Along the way, she picks up a, a lion who wants courage and a, a tin man, Now I may not get this 100% right, but tin man who I think wants wants a a, a a heart, and a scarecrow that wants a brain, or I'm not sure, one wants a brain, one wants a heart, but they want something. They have a need. See, people have needs. So they're looking for something. That scarecrow wants the brain. Tin man wants a heart. You guys help me out in chat. <laughs> I got that right. It doesn't matter. They had a need. They wanted something. You see, along the church system way, people are deceived because they're bringing other people with them saying, hey, if you come here, the way they worship this God, you know, you do this, you're going to get this. So she heads toward the wizard, all three of them. They entered this huge castle, the wizard's castle. could that be the six flights over Jesus church the mega churches so they go before uh, this large screen of this wizard flashing lights flashing now does this sound like to you like the these big churches they 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 got so many people that they they can't even fit them into the room anymore so they've got uh annexes they've got buildings spread throughout the the, the town, throughout the country, even throughout the world, where it's not people anymore, folks. It's screens. It's not the guy preaching. It's a screen. I know you and I come through screen, but we see here's the difference. I, I, I feel like I'm connected with you guys. In other words, it's just me. It you was know, it's me, my wife, my son. It, we don't get complicated here. And I got a little guitar and sometimes a in tune. But I see your chat. I, I know who you are. We pray for you. You pray for us. We're never going to get too big where we don't know each other and love each other because we're a family. You see, we're a family. There's nothing wrong with, with an image projecting the image so people can see uh, us as we're live. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, what, what, what's wrong with it is when you have these these superstar preachers and they've got screens all over town and people never even come and they never even connect you see it's so big there's cannot ever it's very difficult to have a connection so okay, they enter into this big castle they approach the screen and it's flashing and they're all you know scared to death of this wizard and the wizard says that I'm sorry I can't help you go home and folks this is what's going to happen when when the Lord Jesus comes we're gonna people are gonna say well well, you know the preacher told me this the preacher told me that I'm sorry I can't help you go home you see the wizard is fake because the wizard is not real, the wizard can do nothing; it is impotent. But yet, people think flocking into these six flags over Jesus churches, these God marts, you know, worshiping this Candyland Jesus, is going to somehow get them home. So they're scared and they're 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 sad because the wizard said, "I can't help you go home until this little dog Toto, Toto." Goes behind the uh, screen and pulls back the curtain and reveals this man behind these levers, switches, buttons. He's the guy, and, and he even says, when he's exposed, when the dog pulls back the curtain, he says, ignore the man. Ignore the man behind the the scenes. Ignore the man back there pushing the buttons. Is this ultimate gaslighting or what? That when they get caught, when they get nailed, they say, oh, ignore all that. Just look at this. Ignore the fact that I won't stand up for, for the rights of children. Ignore the fact that I won't stand up a man is a man, a woman is a woman. Ignore the fact that I I morph into society and I I make everybody happy. Ignore the fact that, you know, I want to be loved by everybody, so, so says the preacher. Ignore that fact. Just continue to stand before me and worship this Wizard of Oz. So the preacher says, but he doesn't call it the Wizard of Oz. He says, it's your God. It is not your God. Your God, my God, will not tolerate this kind of worship. You and I are kind of like Toto, that little dog. We pull in back the curtain, baby. Revealing the man pulling the levers. I speak to some pastors and i say do you I mean, people hate you well david i don't want anyone to hate you me i said what jesus said they're gonna hate me they're gonna hate you if you follow jesus now folks i'm not saying i want people to hate you or hate me but it just comes along with the package that when you stand up for truth and you stand against the pits of hell people do not like that that they're caught up in the system they don't like it it's uncomfortable they burn baby the image of god i'm going to talk about what is the image of god if if the wizard of oz this on the screen is not real And Toto pulls back the curtain, and we are Toto. We pull back the curtain, and we're seeing what's really behind this fake image of God. Because you have to understand, most people right now, they don't know the image of God. Because they don't know God. Folks, you have to understand. And I'm not saying, look, I say this humbly because I have to be very careful. You and I, we seek truth. We don't have a lot, but we seek truth. God honors that when, when you seek truth. We, we seek God's image. We want to know God. We're not satisfied with worshiping a fake God, the Wizard of Oz. You, you know, you, you look at people from a distance on Sunday morning. I, I have, and they pile into these parking lots with their SUVs, and I'm talking thousands, thousands. And I look from a distance, and I say, God, why don't I feel good about this? Why, why don't I fit in? What, what's wrong with me? And God speaks to me, says, David, there's nothing wrong with you. You just need to understand my image, and that's what I want to talk about this morning, the image of God. He's not what the church system has led us to believe. He doesn't look, walk and talk like the church system has led us to believe. You know, you watch these movies. I don't want to watch another Jesus movie that look with the GQ man as Jesus. I, I don't want to do it. Not interested. I want to see the real thing. I want to see the Jesus that is uh that's the Middle Eastern man that he really was short, dark, probably curly hair. I don't want to see some Mary that looks like, oh I don't know, you know some model on t- on uh, on some magazine or some actress. I want to see the real deal. But that's not even the point, because the point is we we shouldn't get bogged down with that. But 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 I'm trying to tell you that Hollywood and the church system tries to sell you this stuff. Why? Because you no one wants to see a quote ugly person on screen. Oh, David, if I if I put an ugly person, what they deem ugly, not not you know good looking or not interesting looking, uh, they're not going to want to watch that. See, they're selling God. But what does God look like? You wanna know what God looks like? Look in the mirror. Look at the mirror. Wait, David, hold it. I'm, I'm not pretty. I, I'm old. I'm, I'm overweight, underweight. I'm sickly. I, I have a big old hairy mole at the end of my nose. I mean, how can you say look in the mirror and you've seen God? Let's go to Genesis 127, Genesis 127. So God created mankind in his own image, folks, in his own image. He In the image of God, he created them, male and female, he created them. You are the image of God. Don't let anyone ever tell you you are less than. Don't let anyone tell you you are not beautiful. Don't let anyone tell you that you are not wondrous, majestic. And, you know, I want to talk about man and woman. He created them male and female. A lot of people think a female is an afterthought of God. Oh, God didn't get this right, so he created a female. That's not true. I'm so tired of the church system depicting women as, you know, less than. And they've got these superheroes, you know, Noah and Moses and Abraham and David, which they are heroes. But my heroes is the woman with the 12 years issue of blood that didn't stand a chance. That believed that she could touch the the robe of of Jesus, that she would be healed. My hero is that woman who had that daughter who was possessed by a demon. and And she begged for the crumbs to fall off the table. Jesus said, your daughter is healed because of your faith. Great women of faith. So when God made man, he made woman, he made them equal. You are beautiful, man or woman, you are beautiful, you are equal, you are loved. But what is the image of God? Let's get into this deeper. John 1 one through three. John 1, one, two three. one, through, three. another sip a coffee. say I have my Israeli flag in the back of me. Folks, we must pray for Israel. We must pray for Israel. There's so much anti Semitism going on now. Okay, John 1 1 through 3. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through Him all things were made. Without Him nothing was made that had been made. But who was the Word? You see, in the beginning, God created all things, and you and I are one of those creations. But he never said in his creation of anything, the water, the earth, the clouds, the trees, the animals, he never said that he created these things in his image. Only you and I are in his image. Let's go to Colossians 1, 15 through 17. Colossians 1:15, 17. The Son is the image of the invisible God. Now we're getting closer. Do you want to get closer to the image of God? Look at Jesus, the Son, the firstborn over all creation. For in him who, Jesus, all things were created. Things in heaven, things on earth, visible, invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers, authorities—all things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. Folks, Jesus is the image of God. Why? Because Jesus is God. Now we're gonna get into this because there are people out there going, "With oh, David, uh, you know, um, I don't look like that GQ man in the uh, Christian movies, and uh, you know, I'm a woman, and Jesus was a man." Okay, let's talk about this. I want to tell you a story about a little girl with Down syndrome. I was uh, doing music in a church. It was a Baptist church. And uh, the preacher came to me and said, David, I'd like for you to put, put a band together. You know, you're up there playing and singing by yourself. But I want a band, David. I'd like to have a band. said, okay. I prayed. I said, God, I'm, I want a band. Where can I get a band? I said, I don't have a lot of musicians here. I, I don't have a lot of people with, quote, talent. And God said, David, look out amongst the people, the congregation. I said, okay, Lord, I, I will. And he gave me specific people to pull up out of the congregation to come up and play music. Folks, some of these people had never played an instrument before in their life. We had a set of drums and I pulled a young boy up. And I said, God told me to tell you to play these drums. He said, I don't know how to play drums. I said, but would you like to play drums? And he looked at me and he smiled and he says, Mr. David, I've dreamed of playing those drums. I've always wanted to play drums. I said, God's calling you right now. Get behind those drums. Start playing those drums. So I picked up the sticks and started hitting. Very simple. Boom, boom. I said, just keep the rhythm. Keep the rhythm. I called a girl up, and she did know how to play piano, but she wasn't that good. She goes, I'm going to try. I said, "You you just need to do what God tells you to do. But then he looked, uh, had me look among the congregation and pull up someone that's going to help me sing. And I looked upon a little girl who had Down syndrome. Her name was Kimmy. I said, Kimmy, come up here. She came up smiling, this little girl. I said, Would you like to sing? And she said, Yes. I said i want you to get behind this microphone and i want you to sing and she did and i'm telling you for weeks we played music that maybe in to man's ear it wasn't that nice but i'm telling you when it filtered up through heaven the singing the little girl who had down syndrome when her voice went to heaven, it was in perfect pitch. I'm telling you, spiritually, I had never worshipped like that in truth and in spirit. When I saw the little girl, Kemi singing. And it was so beautiful, folks. And people were so encouraged. Until one day I got a call from the preacher. He said, I want to talk to you. And I went and talked to him. He said, David, he goes, we need to talk about this band that you have up there. He said, they're just no good. I said, well, maybe in man's eyes and with man's ears, they may not be good. I said, "But preacher, in God's eyes, in God's presence, they have perfect pitch. It's a beautiful band. He said, no, I can't have this anymore. People come in and then they leave he's trying to grow his congregation uh he said i can't have that i said if you can't have little kimmy to sing then you can't have me she goes i go i left but before i left i sat down with kimmy's mother And I uh, had to tell her, I said, Kimmy can no longer sing in the church band. Mother started crying, she had tears in her eyes. She goes, I was just wondering how long it'd be before that happened. And then the mother asked me a question. I'll never forget this question. She said, David, I know Kimmy is different, but I love her. She said, why why did God make little Kimmy the way he made her? It was the hardest question I believe that was ever asked of me. I didn't have an answer, so I had to seek God. I said, God, give me something. I can talk to this mother about her daughter. So I said to the mother, I said, the reason he made little Kimmy the way he did is because he wanted to see himself. So the mother looked at me. She goes, what? I said, the reason that God made your little Kimmy, our little Kimmy with Down syndrome, the way that he did, he wanted to see himself. She was perplexed. What do you mean? See, we look at people and we say this and that, and, and, and they're this way and that way. But when God looks at us, looks at Kimmy, he sees perfection. God doesn't see what we see. And I said to the mother, when you look at Kimmy, what do you see? Do you see a child with Down syndrome? Or do you see your daughter?" She cried, and she said, I see my daughter. I said, well, so does God. God sees his daughter. I want you to look at little Kimmy, and we went out and looked at her sitting there. I said, I want you to look at her eyes. Do you see the the glow coming from her? Do you see this light? And that brought to mind John 1, 4. John 1, 4. In him in Jesus was life. And that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness. And the darkness has not overcome it. Little Kimmy is God's light. And despite the fact that the religious system wanted to put her off the stage and take her away, God's light continues to shine. No man can take out. God's light. You are God's light. People have told you that you're not good enough. That you're too ugly, that you're too poor, that you don't you're not popular, but you are God's light. That light can never go away. So years later I spoke to my daughter she was a young girl uh, going into her teens, little girl. And she came to me with tears in her eyes. She says, Daddy, I, I'm, I'm ugly. She said, I'm ugly. I'm, I don't feel good about myself. I'm not like the rest of the kids in school. I don't have the same body. I, 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 I just feel ugly, Daddy. <laughs> That's a painful thing to hear your child say. I didn't know what to say to her, but, <clears throat> but I wrote a song about it. And I want to read it to you about what I had to say to my daughter, a little girl who felt she was ugly, not good enough. And it's called Perfection. And it goes like this. When you feel defeated and broken inside, lost and alone, you just want to die. And you look at you and all you see is an ugly reflection. But when I look at you, all I see is perfection. See, religion will tell you that you're not okay. You'll never find God unless you do what they say. But look in the mirror. I promise you'll see God's reflection. Because when God looks at you, all he sees is perfection. Don't listen to fear. Don't give in to hate. They'll use you all up and they'll throw you away. You've got to stand tall, your face to the sun, because a brand new day has just begun. Morning has broken, so open your eyes. The whole world is waiting for you to arise. Love cannot exist without your reflection. Like a beautiful butterfly, go spread your wings. Fly like an eagle above everything. Heaven and earth will crown you king, queen of perfection. You see, when the Father looks at us, looks at you and I, All he sees is perfection. All he sees is perfection. But you see, the only way God can see perfection is when he looks through through the blood of Jesus. 2,000 years ago, our Savior, our Lord, hung on a cross for you and I so that we could be brought into perfection. See, when God looks down, he doesn't just look at us. He sees us through the blood of Jesus. And that precious blood of Jesus is what reflects perfection, is what brings us into righteousness with God.
3: I surrender all, I
0: surrender all. all,
3: to Thee, my blessed Savior,
0: I surrender all. Perhaps you're out there this morning, you say, David, I felt ugly all my life. I've been rejected. But this morning I know God loves me. And I want to give it all to God. This morning I want my life to change. I to you, I surrender all. All to thee, my blessed Savior, I surrender all. Lord, this morning, we surrender our addiction. The thing we're struggling with, Lord, we give it to you. We surrender our loneliness, our fear, our anxiety this morning. We surrender and we give it to you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for looking at us through the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for calling us perfection. Thank you, Lord, for making us in your image. But most of all, thank you for being here with us this morning.
3: Yeah, I surrender, I surrender. So to Thee my praise.
0: He said, David, it's the first time I've heard about God. Oh, I've heard about God, but it's the first time I've really heard about God. This is not an accident. This is a divine appointment that you're here this morning. God's calling you, He's calling you home. Right now, where you are, and I know you're listening, if God's touching your heart, I want you to repeat after me Father, I'm a sinner. I know that I can't be saved except through the blood of Jesus. And I believe that Jesus was your son, your only son. And Father, I'm going to do everything I can to follow him the rest of my life, God. Be with me. Forgive me. If you prayed that prayer and you walk that walk and talk that talk, you're on your way to heaven. Your name is in the Lamb's Book of Life. You say, this morning, David, I'm backslid. I'm not what my family needs for me to be. I want to be the kind of father, the kind of mother that my children deserve. Welcome home, prodigal son, prodigal daughter. Say, David, I'm lonely. Give it to God. Give God that loneliness, because what he will give you back is complete fullness. Right now, Father, there are people out there, your children, that need to be healed. We're commanding a healing in Jesus' name. And we're thanking you for this healing. People are being healed all over the world right now. And we thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Let's bring Shanita on and uh, Brent and let's um, uh, let's see if we have any prayer requests here. and uh got uh there's Brent. Okay. There you go. How are you, buddy? Doing good, doing good. Good. You know, Brent, you're in Central America and you do ministry over there and uh which is where we are right now doing ministry, but do you notice a difference in the way people worship God? in Central America or, or look at God or approach God as opposed to the Western world, uh, such as
2: America?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, yeah, very much, very much. What, what's the difference? Yeah, well, it, it, it's more similar to, like, Eastern culture, um, which is more biblical, right, because the, the, the Bible takes place in an Eastern culture, which has more of a reverence on, on God and like less of a focus on us. Not, not like I'm a doormat, woe is me, you know, I'm, I'm a sinner kind of thing, not, not that, but just overall you, you find more of a reverence for who he is, not just within the, the native culture, but even, um, even Westerners that, that would move here and just acclimate to more of a, just as they slowly spiritually get out of the Western church culture things just shift it's like a it's like like tentacles you know the tentacles of the system of church and just the way that we grew up will get all on on you and it just takes time to get it off
0: yeah yeah you know i've noticed that they don't have much Uh, sometimes dirt floors and you mentioned you know you have people you minister to that don't even have beds right yeah and when you don't have much it seems to be easier to connect with god but <clears throat> as opposed to having a lot, the more stuff you have, I feel like gets in the way between me and God or, you know, the more stuff I have, the less stuff I have, I find it easier. Do you find that true that people uh, in Central America, um, they don't have much money, they don't have much and they're just more, they have a consciousness of God
2: more? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll share an experience that I had about four weeks ago on, on a Saturday. I was down in the capital city and I, I, some of my, my siblings were at a restaurant and I just was trying to find somewhere quiet to just hang out for a little while. And, um, and so I just drove down this back road, this, this dirt road and, um, and pulled over near, near a bus stop where I could get some shade and turn off the car. And and in the distance, I heard, I heard some church music going on um, like on, on a speaker. And so I was like, okay, that's interesting. And I looked around and, all that I saw was this 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 building, uh, with with a metal roof and then some posts with with no walls on it. But and I saw pews, but I didn't see anybody in there. And I was like, well, that's that's really interesting on a Saturday afternoon about twelve thirty ish. And so after I was sitting in the car for a few minutes, I was like, I, I should go check it out, you know. And and so I walked over across the dirt road to this um to this church, you you could call it with with no walls and just a little sign. Um, and I, I get there and there's just the loud worship music, just this intense worship music, um, just, just playing. And I, 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 get there and then all of a sudden on the ground, I, I see, I see two guys and then one girl just kneeling, praying and seeking God. And I'm very quiet and, and I walk up to there and I get down on my knees and I just spend about 20, 25 minutes with, with God. And, and I'm thinking to myself, you know, are they going to notice I'm here? Are they going to freak out or, or what? You know, and I, I, I saw that they looked back at me one time, but they, they kept worshiping. And then I realized I had to go pick up my siblings. And so I, I slowly got up and, and walked away and never said a word to them. And and I realized that some of, two of the guys that were there were, one of them looked a little bit younger than me. And on a Saturday afternoon, you know, at lunchtime, how many people, you know, how, how often do you find people? in a building, just worshiping for extended periods of time on their face, on their knees.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's so powerful. You know, what I'm seeing, the danger is the Western world is coming over to Central America, bringing their apostate religion over here. Uh, the, the feel-good message, uh, the seeker-friendly message. Uh, and I think that's what we have to pray about, is that the devil doesn't infiltrate uh, because what you're talking about, what I just heard you say, is truth and in spirit. I believe they were worshiping in truth and in spirit. Uh, and what happened to you was a perfect example of you didn't know them, but because you're a Christian and part of the body of Christ, you did know them and you could connect with them. Say, mm-hmm. they didn't have to be any words exchanged. Uh, you all were the image of God and you were worshiping in the image of God, actually.
2: That. So all right, Brent, no, well, you're right. You're... And I, I just share real fast, like t- touch on what you said about how the, the Western Church and the posse Church is, is trying to establish their presence here. I, I have a, a friend, um, him and his wife, and they do they they do uh, mission work here and they're, they're from the States and they they were connected with with a ministry at one point, And that that ministry um, wanted them uh, to to start a, a modern church uh, in this area. And uh, and they just recently had to say, hey, you know what? I, I don't feel like that's the vision that God's given us. Um, I, you know, I don't think that this area needs another Western American church built off right. of the American model. And and so, um, you know, right now they've they've actually cut ties from that from that original ministry that that had, um, you, you know, sent them. I believe. And so and so um, and so, I'm happy they stood up, you know, for what was right. But but there's definitely that delusion of thinking i mean who, who who needs another american church in the, in the world? You know, the american
0: doesn't need another american church so <laughs> um well i i catch missionaries coming off the plane a lot and i'll stop and ask them what they're doing and uh you know i'll say i say why don't you go home to the biggest uh mission field in the world where's that it's right where you came from it's america they need more help than they want to come over to these little towns in Central America and paint people's houses and pour concrete floors. But yet the world, the uh, home in which they
2: left is disintegrating and decaying. Yeah. So, uh, all it's right. like Graham, what Jesus listen. said, you're the, you have whitewashed walls, but the inside, you have dead man's tombs. And that's how how's in the States. They want to come over here and whitewash people's houses because they think oh. that they're the ones in need. But really, it's, it's people back in the States that have a right. nice exterior of their house, but their inside is, is dead man's bones.
0: Yeah, oh, that's a good analogy. I like that. I'm going to do a sermon on that. So, all right. Bless you, brother. I appreciate you. Love you. All right. Thank you. All right. That's Brent, uh, who's with us. And, uh, I'm not quite sure. Let's see if we can pull Shanita in. Yeah, there she is. Uh, she's, uh, still got her hat on there and, uh, all right got your hat on and uh like i said i hope you didn't go out into the wind because you might fly away but i love the hat I, i think it's great um okay what kind of praise reports do we have and what kind of prayer requests
1: well i think i mean what brent just shared is a praise report that here's a missionary couple and they're probably their one source of support gets pulled away from them because they are willing to stand up for what they believe god is calling them to do Mm-hmm. And I feel like probably a lot of our audience can relate to that because when they have chosen to stand on what God says, they might have been rejected by their church, or by their family, by their neighbors. They might have you know, those support systems pulled out from underneath them. But um, I'm encouraged. Yeah, that,
0: yeah, know, that is God a great, is absolutely great uh, praise report. All right, what kind of prayer and, requests do we have? Well,
1: and then another praise report, you know, this community that we have, I'm just so, so thankful for the healing that goes on here. There are a lot of people who come with church hurt, spiritual abuse, and Mira over in Kazakhstan says, I have found healing in this ministry and in this church, and we're just so, so very thankful for uh, the moderators uh, who serve.
0: I am. I'm I'm so thankful for the people. We have people that pray for each other for us. We pray for them. We're a family. There's so much love here. And um, and before I go on, I want to mention if anybody wants to sign up and be part of the family, you're a, you're a part of the family anyway, but if you'd like to officially just go to this uh page and sign up and say you'd like to be part of our congregation, would that be David uh forward slash family?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no oh. cost or obligation, just yeah, just, to connect.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. so we know who you are. Uh, but, but, but also, too, if you're not watching us on David Heavener TV and you're not a member, you need to go to David Heavener TV and sign up right now uh, because that's uh, our membership platform. Okay, uh, what kind of uh, prayer requests do we have?
1: Yeah, we are praying for Tom, for Monica, for Brian and Jinko, um, Lisa, for Mira, for Kay's back, for Lori's daughter. And I'm sure there are more requests coming in as we're speaking. And we'll get those and share them with our prayer team. They meet every week um, virtually. And we're just so grateful for the initiative of these volunteers to put together fellowship times and prayer times. And I appreciate what you said last week about, uh, you know, why not... um, invite someone to watch with you even if it can't be a neighbor next door in person you can create a, a watch party online and then talk about the message afterwards and bring mm-hmm. it together
0: absolutely that would be wonderful yeah okay well thank you shanita i love you appreciate love you.
3: you
2: thank you
0: all right but yeah folks we are a family we pray for one another um and uh It's important to understand censorship in these last days is running rampant. They don't, the devil doesn't want the truth to come out. And that's why it's so important, if you would, to become a member of DavidHeavener.tv. It's the cost of a cup of coffee, Uh, but it goes so far with us. And you'll get information on there, over 900 videos. You can go with us underground. Uh, We talk together. It's membership only. Consider becoming a member of DavidHeavener. Uh, TV. And I know many of you are, and you should be watching this on David Heavener uh, TV. Um, also, if you'd like to uh, donate to the ministry, you can just uh, go to davidhebner.tv forward slash donate or call 844 806 0006, or you can uh, text the word chosen to 91999. Um, I want to know your prayer request, I want to pray for you. There's many people that tried to get into Shanita for prayer. You weren't able, but God knows your need. Okay, so we're going before him right now. We approach the throne. All right. Thank you, Lord, for loving us. Thank you for looking at us as perfection um, because you sent your son to die for us. And we just thank you, Lord. We don't know how to thank you, but we do thank you. We know that you love us. We know we don't deserve it. But we know that you love us, and you made us in your image. (laughs) And when you see us, you see you. God, I'm praying right now for each and every person out there requesting a healing. And I'm commanding a healing in Jesus' name, because, Father, you said that we could. You said we could command that healing. So we're commanding. I'm praying for the children that have been left behind. The ones that are in danger of being exterminated. The ones that are on the streets, the runaways, caught up in human trafficking. Oh, Father, can you perform a miracle this morning? Can you protect these children? We know you can, and we're asking you to do that and believing it. There's someone out there that's so lonely. Father, I'm asking that you touch their their loneliness and that the depression is gone. We're believing that. There's someone out there that's having problems in their mouth. I'm not sure if it's the skin, the tongue, the teeth, but right now we're commanding a healing over them. A woman just got some bad news from the doctor. She says it's bad news, but it's not. It's good news because right now we're commanding a healing that anything that's in that body that's imperfect and pure is gone in Jesus' name. The reason it's good news is because now you can tell everybody that God performed a miracle father i thank you for bringing us together and i thank you for the fact that you're showing us that we have the ability to repent that the altar still exists and that we're able to do that and plead the blood of jesus praying for that father that's been uh, uh, alienated from his family that that family can be restored for the mother that's struggling to raise those kids god be with her give her strength give her wisdom in jesus name we pray in jesus name we pray all right i love you guys i appreciate you and again i just want to tell you about you know our things that we have here uh this is last evangelist episode one the dvd uh got some band videos on it ordered that now you can watch last evangelist on david exclusively um and we're coming out with um episode two uh if you'd like to help us with that it's about the deadly uh the vaccine um this is eight hours of my buddies on here talking about everything dealing with the end times and then these are my two books um how to use your true power in these last days published by tom horn uh tom went on to be with the lord but tom called me and said david you need to put out two books and uh he wanted me to write the book uh, a story of my life in hollywood I did i want you, i'd love for you to have it it's on mind control and sra and demonic uh all everything that happens there the dark side and how to overcome it okay go to davidheavener.tv forward slash order call 844-806-0006 or you can uh, go to um, a text word chosen to 91999 i love you guys i really do appreciate you all your family um and uh if you need prayer david at heaven uh tv so i can pray for you okay uh if you'd like to get involved in last evangelist episode two and three uh go to LastEvangelist.com and get involved uh pray for us uh if you want to donate a dollar that that would be very helpful and speaking of donations um somebody called me and said david can i donate uh an old trailer and i said yeah you can donate a trailer car even a house whatever you have and um you can get a you know It'll bless our ministry and it'll get it off your land and and it'll be beneficial to you. So if you want to do that, uh, you can just uh, uh, go to davidhebner.tv forward slash car uh, or um, you can call uh, uh, 844-806-0006. All right. I love you guys. Remember, you never really lived. You found someone worth dying for, and that's Christ Jesus. God bless you. You are made in the image of the living God. Because you are beauty and you are perfection. God bless you all.